God is good all the time and all the time God is good yes sir <laughs> welcome back y'all welcome back to let's talk good God's way good God's way yes. um as you can tell by the title um this one's gonna be a little more intimate mm-hmm. we're gonna be giving y'all it's kind of gonna be looking like AP1 because we're gonna give um personal traumas and mm-hmm. um I, w- I don't want to say testimonies but things that we went through mm-hmm. that we both feel like somebody's going through right now and um the holy spirit kind of came over kelly or i'm gonna let you i'm gonna let you tell him that i don't want to tell your story (laughs) no you're good yeah um so this episode is gonna look a little bit differently because i think that this is probably the you know we've been planning our episodes out Mm -hmm. and we've been trying to get a little bit of or you know like having to have our research in and um a lot of like time to prepare mm-hmm. and whatnot but this episode is a little bit differently because for me you know God has been really touching on me and on my spirit to say the things that you know I'm going to be saying this episode and we're going to actually split it up into two separate parts the first part is about healing and the second part is about forgiveness right so first part is what we went through how god you know brought us from that and the second part is how we overcame that Mm -hmm. with forgiveness Mm -hmm. and and y'all i'm gonna be honest i'm a little scared about this episode (laughs) i'm a little nervous too i'm not gonna lie i'm yeah i'm a little nervous and i just want to you know holy spirit i just i want to invite you in and i want you just to uh lead me through this as i talk through this and I wanted to start off with Philippians 4, 6 through 7. It says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and meditation with thanksgiving. Present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Um, I do want to say, I want to give out a trigger warning right here, because... Mm -hmm. Some of the things that we are going to discuss in this episode might make people feel uneasy mm-hmm. and it might make you emotional. I'm not even going to lie to you because that's that's kind of how personal these traumas um, that we're going to talk about kind of affected us. Yeah. And we're being open and vulnerable with you guys because I want someone to know that you're not the only one hurting. You're not the only one that's going through and you're not the only one who went through mm-hmm certain situations as a kid um just even as an adult today yeah it's a it's a process so you're not alone don't think that you're alone Mm -hmm. we're human we all go through things Mm -hmm. so take us away miss kelly yes and not you know not only that but um I guess, too, I just feel like there's someone out there that needs to hear this message, and I think that that's why the Holy Spirit just dealt with me hard on right. this, because I know whoever is listening in, you're listening in for a purpose, mm-hmm. and God has a reason for you coming in today and joining in. And my prayer is that the things that I've been through, the things that I've struggled with, and the trauma that I've faced in my life will allow you to open up yourself to God right. in a way that... 
will help you further your relationship with mm-hmm. God. And, you know, that's the that's the whole point of this podcast, you right. know. It's to, it's just to, to grow deeper into our relationship with God and right. to dive deep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm scared about this podcast because... It's still a little fresh, and, you know, it still kind of stings, so y'all have to be patient with me as I share my story because, you know, I still get emotional about it, and I'm a pretty emotional person as it is, so, <laughs> but um, my heart is beating so fast. <laughs> God didn't give you the spirit of fear, but a power love in his own mind. Yes, ma'am. Thank okay. you. That's I what you know. that. <laughs> um... I'm a very, for those that don't know who I am, I'm a very private person. And, you know, my dad is a perfectionist and I'm a perfectionist. And I've, you know, because of that perfectionism in me, I like to be able to control what people know about me. Mm. And I sometimes I struggle with being vulnerable. And this podcast. <laughs> really is like the total opposite of that <laughs> exactly y'all yeah. know everything about us at this point <laughs> no and this is the only thing that you know I've been suppressing in my spirit and my heart that I don't want people to know about me because all my life I have felt as a Christian that I have to portray this certain image about mm-hmm. myself and yeah. not only as a Christian but as an individual just to to portray this sort of perfect kind of person image. an image yeah. yeah and it's something that I've always kind of struggled with and that's why I've been so private because I like to be in control of what people know about me and my reputation is super important to me it's you know like I said in the let's talk sex sex episode my virginity was my was where I found my identity yeah Yeah, it's where I got my identity from and um I held it very very close to my heart and to a certain standard and that's how I viewed my life as well you know um I'm very particular about my reputation Mm -hmm. and you know what people know about me is something that I tend to over kind of um emphasize I guess um in a way and you know having to portray this certain image this is really me really putting myself out here in a way that I've never had to put myself out here on and even in the in our testimony video you know Michaela had asked me if I'm gonna say because she knows everything and she (laughs) she had asked me if that's something I'm gonna include in my testimony and I was like yeah you know I don't really just know I'm not gonna do that (laughs) And it was then that I realized that I never actually dealt with it. Mm. And I was still in that healing process because it was something that I didn't want to admit and I didn't want to say out loud Mm -hmm. because it was something I was ashamed of. And I didn't, you know, I didn't want people to view me as a certain way or think differently of me because of my struggles. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in EP... EP2, I talked about my virginity and how, um, how such a standard I held it at, mm-hmm. and I didn't really emphasize on the temptations that I faced right. with my husband in our relationship before marriage. I dealed with, you know, temptations, and when it came to oral sex, mm. that was something that I really struggled with yeah. between the both of us, and 
I'm not about to sit here and lie to you. That's something that I fell into and I felt so much shame and guilt and unworthiness when it came to that Mm -hmm. because I held myself at a certain standard with my virginity that it was almost like I tried to find loopholes in that to to feed into my desire. And I think that it wasn't until I started this podcast that that made me realize that that is something that I needed to tap into Mm -hmm. to become greater. And I didn't realize that until I was listening to this podcast that's called Tap Into Greater by Alexis. Shout out to you, girl. Yes. And she was talking about what is holding you back? What is something that you're finding your identity in that's holding you back from tapping into greater with God? Wow. What is something that you're clinging to that you're not giving to God that is keeping you from diving deeper into mm-hmm. the Word and yeah. deeper into a relationship with Him, fully submitting yourself to Him? Mm-hmm. And I truly believe that's what this is. Because I, you know, I didn't want people to see the ugly and the, and the nasty parts of my life. Mm-hmm. I just hid them. And I didn't make them known even to God. Although he knows that, yeah. I didn't give it to him. It's, it's, there's a difference, mm-hmm. right? God knows your struggles even before you're going to struggle. Oh, yeah. he, he, kn- knows- he already knew what you was doing. Exactly. <laughs> and he knew my heart and, you know, he knew my in- intentions at that time. And he knew what I was going to struggle with but even before I struggled with it. Mm-hmm. He knew I was going to go through trials and tribulations. He knew that. He knew all that already but it's a different thing to give it to god right and to let him take that from you let him be in control let him be in control and i wanted to control the ugly parts of my life that people didn't know about Mm. and you know that's something that i still am working on trying to be vulnerable with myself and with god Mm -hmm. in that in that way and having that conversation and telling god not just god knowing about Mm -hmm. it because there's a difference there yeah definitely and you know it wasn't until that podcast that i was like I was called Michaela after and I was just crying and I was like, I need to share this. Mm -hmm. Like, it's something that I've really struggled with and, you know, the traumas that I faced in my life and in doing so, I know that this is going to help someone. I know it is. And I know that it's going to help me and my relationship with God. And, you know, another thing too I'm the type of person that likes to suppress my feelings. And my mother is the same way. My mother is such a strong person in my life. But she, the way she copes with things is almost unhealthy. With her feelings and her emotions and the traumas that she's faced in her life. Instead of dealing with those, she suppressed them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I almost as like a generational curse... That was given to me as Mm -hmm. well. That's how I deal with my... That's how I was taught to deal with my traumas and my frustrations and my anger, suppress them, and to go on about my life. Wow. And there was a point in my life, I was about 16 or 17, and my mom, she had, I want to say like a midlife crisis in her life, and she was dealing with severe depression, anxiety, anxiety, and it's something that I've never really experienced before. I've never really even just seen. Um, and she was on severe antidepressants and all these kind of medications to try to cope with mm-hmm. cope with those things. 
because she had kept them hidden for so long that one day her mind just exploded. And there's a lot of demons that my, my, my mother was facing that she never actually dealt with and coped with. So she tried to fill those voids with everything else mm -hmm. but God. Wow. And, you know, in my life, I tend to do the same thing. Not fully submit those bad things that I don't want God mm -hmm. to see about me. And I don't want other people to think about me mm -hmm. and see. And there was a moment in my life, I was about 16, 17, and I was laying in the bed with my mom. And we were just talking, and she had just kind of randomly said... You know, have you ever thought about just driving down the road and just, like, driving as fast as you can and just taking your hands off the wheel and just letting go? And as a young girl, hearing my mother say that, you know, I just broke down and I was just crying and I couldn't believe that my mother was having suicidal thoughts and she was telling me about them. And I remember just breaking down and crying. And my mother, it was almost like she was looking past me. Mm. She was so numb and just almost like heartless in a way that my feelings were never validated that she said that to me. Mm -hmm. You know, hearing that from your mother, no one wants to hear that, you know? And I just remember our family was so broken. And, you know, from the outside, it looked like we had a perfect life and we had a perfect family. But on the inside, you know, my mother was um, dealing with some serious demons in her life. And I never actually dealt with that. I was just taught to get past it. Mm -hmm. And it was a struggle that my mom was going through. And it really didn't matter about the people that she was affecting by her struggle. And so I just thought, like, you know, my feelings didn't matter. And it's not about me. It's about my mom. Mm -hmm. And I remember being so angry. And... I remember sitting there and I was just so defeated and she just looked at me like I was nothing and I remember my, my dad who is the strongest man that I know he's such a godly man and he he was um he was like on his knees praying and he was almost like hysterical and I had never seen my dad like that in my life. Um, and my mom was just looking at him. No emotion on her face. Nothing. And my dad was so heartbroken. And I just thought in that moment, I hate you. And I thought to God, I hate you. Hmm. I was like, you know, we did everything right. Why are you allowing this to happen to my dad, to my family? And just seeing my dad so vulnerable in those moments where my mom was 
completely numb to the situation and numb, numb to our feelings and our lives to where she wanted to end her life. It was really hard seeing my family so vulnerable, especially my dad, because my dad means the world to me. And in that, in that moment, all I could think was just hate and anger and bitterness towards my mother. And it's something that I carried with me, you know, years later. And, you know, I just suppressed it and I never actually dealt with it. And... It wasn't until, you know, I listened to that podcast, you know, I had later on throughout the years, I had talked to my mom and told her that I was bitter and angry. And because of that, I acted out of character with my mom for years. Mm -hmm. I was just so nasty when she got to the point where she was, she got off antidepressants and um, all of the medications you know, and she she was doing better with her life, and she she was trying to make amends for for those bad memories mm-hmm. that our family had went through, and you know it's still the day to day process with mental illness. You know, it's a daily struggle that mm-hmm. my mom faces, and I remember I wanted no part of her, no part whatsoever, and I was so bitter and angry that I acted out of character with her all the time, mm-hmm. and I was just super disrespectful, and very bitter towards her. Wow. In a way that was not pleasing to God in any way. And in those moments, I was trying to go closer to God, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, I finally did have a conversation with my mom about it. And, you know, we sat down. We had a heart-to-heart. And we talked about it. And, you know, we've talked about it with our family. And I thought that I got through it. And mm-hmm. I healed from it. My mom healed from it. I never did. Hmm. Wow. It wasn't something that I allowed myself to heal because I thought in those moments that I had to be strong and I couldn't I couldn't show my feelings. Mm-hmm. And I promise, you know, whoever is listening out, God, the Holy Spirit is just telling me to say, you don't have to be strong all the time. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to be vulnerable and it's okay to put yourself out there in a way that can be scary. But I know that... Like your mama said, Miss Shante Bailey, she said, God will bring you to it to get you through it. Amen. And God was constantly trying to bring me through it, bring me to it to get me through it right. with this podcast. Mm-hmm. It just kept coming up. Those situations, those topics kept coming up. And it was something that I didn't want to talk about. I didn't want to, you know, have it be so open in my life and so put myself out there in such a vulnerable way. And... I was scared. I was terrified for people to see that part of me because I it goes all goes back to the image thing and I didn't want people to see me. I didn't want people to see my pain. Mm-hmm. I didn't want people to see my struggle, right? But in that, I didn't allow myself to feel hurt. And to truly heal from that, I just allowed my mother to heal it and I allowed her to say what she needed to be said about it and I just kind of went on with my life and it wasn't until those moments I was like I've never even asked God for forgiveness for that 
And I think for me, this is my step in doing that. I'm taking my step. I'm taking my step further to God. You know, I've given other aspects of my life to God, but there's this one thing that I've always wanted to keep for myself, and it was that anger and that bitterness. But until I fully surrender that to God, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to become one with Him. Amen. And it was in those moments, and it was... It was in that heartbreak and listening to that podcast that the Holy Spirit just said, give it to me. I want it. I'm tired of you holding on to this. Yes. And it wasn't even something that I thought I was still struggling with because, you know, I was just taught to let it go. Mm -hmm. But it was something that I never really just truly dealt with with God. I dealt with it with other people, but I didn't allow myself to receive his healing. Mm Mm-hmm. And his grace and his mercy because I was scared of what people might think. Right. And, you know, like I said, it wasn't until that podcast that I, you know, I fully surrendered to God and I fully gave him that. And I think that that was the first step to take in order to tap into greater and tap into my true purpose. Mm-hmm. And... For God to work in my life in a way that he's never worked in my life before. I think this was the one thing that was holding me back. From God's will in my life. And you know now I can finally say that God knows every part of me because I gave it to him. Not because he knows it. Mm-hmm. But, before, but because I gave it to him. I surrendered to him. And I promise you forever is listening out. Holy Spirit. Just surrender to God, and I promise you'll find peace in that. And you will be able to connect with God in a way that you've never been able to connect with Him before. And if you feel like you're hurt and you're distant from God, and just in your life, I just encourage you to deal with those traumas that you've faced and to be vulnerable with yourself. I feel like in today's society, in today's society, that no one wants to be vulnerable and they don't want to put themselves out there Mm-mm. in a way. That they might get judged or people might view them differently or whatever it may be, scared. But it's not until you deal with that and you deal with that trauma and that emotion that's keeping you from God. It's not until you deal with that you're then fully surrendered unto God. Right. And, you know... I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much where I am in my life that, you know, God has recently just did, did some great things in my yeah. life and allowed me to feel his grace and his mercy like I've never had before. Right. And, you know, now I can say that I'm a living testament to that. And I just know that God is going to do some great things in my life because of it. And, you know, my whole purpose of this podcast and me and Michaela's reason for starting this is to be able to touch people with the things that we've gone through in our lives and doing it in a way that might transform other people's Mm -hmm. lives and that's our goal and I just know that there's someone out there listening to this that needed to hear this and I just thank you for joining in and I just pray that I pray that God grants you that healing yeah you're not the only one that's going through and I believe that you're still healing because it's still a soft spot in you. You still kind of get emotional. 
Um, so whoever is still healing and if you feel like you, you're, you're wanting a way out, we're definitely going to put the suicide line, the mental illness line mm-hmm. um, in our description. So if you need someone to talk to, you need someone, you know, that just you want to be able to express how you feel, that number is going to be there. Or even if you want to just email us, DM, yeah. DM, DM us or whatever that is for you to be able to get that out. We're here for you. Mm-hmm. Um, my situation is a little bit different. Um, I've healed from this. I'm a little nervous to talk about it because um, my family knows, but the whole world is about to know mm-hmm. what I went through. So, growing up as a kid, my mom would always she would always teach me the um the difference between a good touch and a bad touch she would always tell me that this is a no-no spot you know obviously y'all know what y'all know no spots are but you know that's what she would teach me growing up you know at since like age four three or four um but you know as a kid you can't really just process the things that they want you to process how they want you to process it you know you still have your innocence you you still think kind of like everything is a game you know and she would always sit me down and tell me you know I can't sit in everybody's lap I can't trust everybody you know not everybody is family not everybody loves me like a fan like my family and so at age I want to say at age four or five as much as I can remember I was molested I was molested at age between age ages four and five and like I said, being so young, I still had my innocence, so I didn't, in situations like that, that situation didn't just process through my head to where I knew that it was just wrong. Yes, my mama was teaching me, you know, this is your no-no spot, but I never knew that I'd be put in a situation like that to where I'd be like, hey, no, like, this is a no-no spot. You know, I'm, I'm four. Mm-hmm. I'm in pre-K kindergarten, you know? And um, as I grew older and I... Just like you said, you suppressed those thoughts, you suppressed those feelings. I always told myself, and growing up, I always told myself, that didn't happen, you know. I never went through that. Um, just things like that to where it made it seem like it, like it wasn't real. And so I pushed it deeper within my soul thinking I'd forget about it or thinking, you know, like I said, it just didn't happen. And that was a situation that I held so close to my heart and I didn't give it to God for about 15 years. I literally just told my family with like a month ago mm-hmm. what happened and I'm 20 and this happened 15 years ago. So for the past 15 years, I've held this situation t- so close to my heart that I was so terrified to tell anybody about. And if y'all listen to the EPs before this, y'all know that my mom, she's like my my biggest fan, my bestest friend. I can tell her anything. And that was the one thing that I was keeping from everyone to myself. And it wasn't until I decided to turn my life around and, and give my life to God to where I felt like I had to go through that healing process. That's when the season of that's when the season of healing or my healing season started for me. And you know, I'm thinking like I'm good, you know. Obviously that the thoughts still come to my head as like 
you know, I'm, I'm trying to tell myself it didn't happen or uh, like just basically that it didn't happen. And once he, you know, God kind of deals with you when it comes to situations that you still struggle with and that you're still going through. And this was this my healing process was a it was legit a process. There were there'd be many nights and if. If my bed could talk, if my bathroom could talk, if my car could talk, they, it, when I tell you, it, it was many nights where I just cried and I was just like, okay, no, like this really happened. Like I had to really acknowledge the fact that I was abused. I was sexually abused as a, as a kid. Yeah. I actually, that actually happened to me. And so when, once I acknowledged the fact, once I acknowledged the fact, that's when, like I said, the healing process started for me. And at that moment, I just knew that I had to let go of the pain. I had to let go of the trauma, the unforgiveness, the bitterness, all of those bad things in my heart. I had to give it up to God. And like I said, for the past 15 years, I had I had held it so close to my heart. I feel like that was the enemy. That was the enemy's way for me to stay. What's the word I'm looking for? Like I was just so tied to it mm-hmm. or... Mm-hmm. Like I just, it just had me on on hold, yeah. you know. And once I cried out, and I was like, okay, like I understand, I understand now. Once I went through that, like I said, when I cried and everything, God was there with me. He was there to strengthen me. He was there to help me through those through that process. And I'm able to talk about it now because, like I said, I've healed from it. It doesn't sting like it used to sting. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hurt anymore. I don't cry anymore. That's something to where I feel like I went through that. God allowed me to go through that, even though it was, you know, the enemy. That was not God. I'm telling y'all that was. That's what I mean. It's, it wasn't God who let that happen, but I went through that, so I'm able to help somebody else. Who was, a, who was a young child who went through molestation, who, who else was sexually abused. I want y'all to know that, and I, I just feel led to say this, that it, was, it wasn't it was your fault. Sometimes I feel like it was my fault for not telling my mom sooner, for not, you know, speaking up the fact that that happened. And I also remember he the, the guy, he would, he would always tell me this is our little secret, like, this is, this is our secret, not knowing that I was covering and saving him Mm-hmm. from doing something that was inappropriate that was just totally wrong and f- for the ones who have went through this if you're still holding on to that baggage if you're still holding that close to your heart I want y'all to know that it's okay to tell somebody what happened to you it's okay to let someone get that close to you even if you're even if you're too scared to pray about it even, I'm telling you God already knows he knows your heart he knows that what you went through, he's waiting for you to give it to him. And I had to give it to him in order to, like like Kelly said, tap into greater. If I wouldn't have given him my situation, I wouldn't be able to talk about this on this podcast. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to let the whole, the whole world know what happened to me as a kid. And I got some scripture for y'all. I want y'all to know in Isaiah 41 and 10, it says, God is always with you to strengthen and help you. He wants you to give him that pain. He wants you to give him that hurt. He that's, he legit died on the cross for that. Mm-hmm. That's why he's there. Revelation 21 and 4, he will wipe all your tears. 
no more death, mourning, crying, or pain. And when I tell y'all I'm a testament of that scripture, I'm a living testament because I don't feel no pain. I don't feel no hurt. I'm, a, I'm a, Like I said, I'm okay to talk about it. I want to be able to tell my testimony to where people can come out and be comfortable with having this conversation. I want y'all to know that once I, once I was healed, I was able to receive this peace like no other. Y'all want people to give y'all, y'all want people to bring y'all peace. Y'all want, mm-hmm. I don't know what, weed or what, like y'all want, y'all want to find peace in everything else, but in the creator, in the, in the creator who created you, only he can give you the peace that you're longing for. In scripture, I think it's John fourteen twenty seven. it says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give it to you as the world gives, like you're talking mm-hmm. about finding peace through momentary things and temporary, happiness, temporary and, yeah. happiness. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid, for I grant you that peace, you know. And I'm a living testament as I'm a living testament with that as well because like I said, I'm so peaceful about the whole situation. Yes, it happened to me. There's nothing I can do about it. It happened. You know, I can't go back in time and tell my mom sooner. I can't go back in time and say, stop, this isn't right. You know, it happened. Um, Also, in Psalms 30 and 2, if you call unto God for help, he'll heal you. Mm. If you go to God and if you give him your pain, give him your sorrows, give him your problems, he's going to heal you. I'm not going to I'm not saying it's going to happen like quick, but it's, it's a process. You have to start somewhere. Yeah, and two, one of the most, in my opinion, one of the most, um, I guess, groundbreaking or earth-shattering, whatever you want to say, scriptures in the Bible is two words, mm-hmm. Jesus wept. That part. <laughs> it's okay to mourn. Yeah. It's okay. Like, allow yourself to feel that. Allow yourself to be broken. Mm-hmm. And God will be the only thing that can heal you. Right. In Psalm 35, it says, For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favorite lasts a lifetime. A lifetime. Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. So... I want y'all to know that y'all y'all aren't the only ones hurting. You're not the only one going through. It's okay for people to be angry. It's okay for you to feel sad. But God wants you to, wants you to give that to Him, so you can rejoice in the morning. So you can rejoice in the morning. I'm sorry I couldn't go into detail with y'all, but like I said, this happened 15 years ago, so I only have like spit images of it, and I try to suppress it, you know, all these years to where I did kind of forget some things. But from what I remember that. You know, that it happened to me. Right. So, um, one more thing I want to tell y'all. God heals the brokenhearted and he binds up their wounds. Mm-hmm. So, if your heart, if you're hurting in your heart, give it to God. He gonna, he gonna you know, wipe, wipe you down. He gonna wipe your tears. I promise you, it'll be okay. Thank you guys so much for listening in. And I, like Michaela said, we're gonna have help in the description box Mm -hmm. for anyone that is going through that listening in here and also we will gladly be here and to go through that spiritual warfare with you and we just thank you so much for listening to us and and also um 
this this episode is just about healing mm-hmm. you know it's a two-parter right so we we're on the in part two we're going to tell you how we were able to heal and how we were able to forgive the people mm-hmm. who forget who um hurt us yeah. and offended us so click the part two right now thank you all right bye y'all <laughs>